It's the Next Level Contractor Podcast. Yeah, I'm talking about Mountain Dews, baby. Make your small business, trade, or construction company more profitable with better leads and better systems. Eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. We're going to do it in 30 minutes or less. No bullshit. Every Monday at 7 a.m. We'll do it live. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Bright and early. Bright and early, everyone. I hope you guys actually just grab this thing at 7 a.m. Um, every Monday. It's going to be cool as we get up on this new system. It's If there's anyone on... Uh, you know, following along from the old format, it was directed at small businesses, maybe even marketing agencies a little bit. And ultimately, there's a, a huge audience that I've found that this has been really useful to, which is contractors, trade companies, small businesses. And I'm trying to direct this a little bit more at them with the new name, Next Level. Thank you for following those. Thank you for continuing to listen. Um, today, we're going to be talking about finding good people and it's a employee's economy right now there is a lot of competition for good people and it's difficult particularly for small businesses because we're kind of either wrestling each other wrestling with corporations we, you know it's hard to offer as high a salary as bigger companies but there are ways to do it. There are ways to attract awesome people and keep them around. The first thing that I think is absolutely crucial is knowing who your company is and what you're all about. And maybe you know that, but if your employees don't know that, if your employees don't have clarity around what the vision is, the long-term vision for the company and the core values with your existing team. So you have to, identify three to five core values and boil those down with your team. Now this seems like one of those like, all right, this is a management consultant and I'm going to come in and we're going to talk about your core values. But the whole point is, is it's supposed to help you get a beacon to push towards. And honestly, if there's not meaning at work, if we're not feeling meaning and your employees are not feeling meaning at work, it's hard to stay motivated and it's hard to it's hard to keep people around. And I've lost people. And it wasn't fun. And I ultimately responded to it by saying, "All right, well, we're going to we're going to keep on going with our mission. We're going to we're going to boil down these core values and we're going to use it as an opportunity to kind of find our identity." Cuz I honestly it was felt too soon and I didn't want to keep on losing people. So it's important for us to have a mission and core values. So start by clarifying three to five core values with your existing team. You know, you could use your best employees as kind of the model for it. Who, what do these people exemplify? And I try to do core values, not something that would just be like, uh, well, honesty. We're honest. You know, of course you're fucking honest. Okay? So... Try to make it things that other people wouldn't have as their core values. One, for an example, one of ours is scrappy. And scrappy to me mean, just means resourceful. 
but I like the word scrappy. And honestly, it sounds almost like it could be a bad thing. <laughs> I don't, I don't want it to, I don't want it to be actually a bad thing, but I, I want some people to react negatively to it because some people are not scrappy and I want them to think in their head, well, I'm not like, I want people, I want some people to not fit in because we know what we need and we know what the best people at our company have and we know where we're going. And to me, there's a, a large opportunity to kind of just make it a little bit more down to earth than like a corporate core values, especially as a small business. Um, the next thing is I want to talk about this book drive. And I just heard about this book recently. I haven't read it, but I got the core idea. You know how all these business books, like there's a lot of fluff and the, the core idea could be said in like five minutes. So essentially I'm going to talk through the key points of this book. Four of the big takeaways, you know, if you offer a competitive salary, and yes, that is important. I don't think money is unimportant when it comes to this conversation. You need to, you know, we talked about last podcast, making sure that you're profitable, but it's also making sure that you're able to offer these you know, competitive salary, right? So that's number one. That's kind of a, hopefully you're doing that. As long as you're doing that, there's three things that the book says will help lead to high performance and will help attract good people. One is autonomy, so people can do things as they want. You know, you, maybe you have a set of things that needs to be done that week or that month, but within the day and maybe within the week and the different times of the week, they're able to choose what they want to do when. We know we like it. I know I enjoy having autonomy to go and do what I want to do when I want to do it. And I'm an adult. I'm an adult, so I want to be treated like an adult. And this, you know, I'm a younger person. I'm a probably top end of millennials or, you know, mid millennial 33. And there is, I don't know if this is a new thing or not, but we don't want to be treated like kids, right? And your employees likely don't want to be treated like kids. So you have to hire the right people that are mature, that are emotionally mature, that can have autonomy. And you know, this is about finding good people. So I'll just say this, by building a good core and a culture around a mission, this attracts good people because when you bring in people to meet your team or things like that, they can sense if people are enjoying it and if there's, a, if there's purpose. But autonomy, second one is mastery. This one's hard sometimes, right? Like. What if it's a repetitive task? What if it's not something that they're getting better all the time? So it's setting that them up to be able to master what they're doing. And then third purpose. So like I said, by having these three things in place, autonomy, mastery, purpose, you're able to attract better people and essentially be able to motivate your core team. I have been talking about standard operating procedures for a while now. There's like six years ago or something when I read this book called E-Myth Mastery. And E-Myth is just about how you're supposed to be working on your business, not in your business. And E-Myth 
got me thinking about this early before I really had a team and it did affect the way that I set things up at the beginning for myself. And I don't think everyone has you know, read this book or thought through this or has thinking this way. So I'm just going to share the key pieces. You know, a lot of, a lot of this stuff is really just a, you know, some books that I boiled down. I'm trying to boil down into some quick, quick nuggets of value. Emith talks a lot about creating systems that you can pass off. It even says to write out the each of the job roles that you play as a job description and sign it and then pass off the components of that job description one by one. So it's about creating this system that's that you can pass off. And that goes to standard operating procedures that you actually have systems that other people can do in, in writing. So that's kind of a lot, but having a system in writing, having you know a bulleted, here's how you do each piece, allows you to standardize the quality of what you're offering. And the whole story of the e-myth is just a, you know it's the entrepreneurial myth like basically this idea that you're gonna make it on your own and and he talks a lot about how there's a lot of myths around being an entrepreneur yeah but the the main idea is just creating these systems writing down the different components and making sure that they're something you can pass off it's very hard to build a business around something where every single piece of it requires expertise and so it's about figuring out ways to break out and make things simple but the core piece that I was trying to get at here is that you need to create standard operating procedures and then have clarity of expectations and this draws us into another book called traction traction is all about clarity of expectations. So it does talk about the core values. It talks about key goals. It talks about addressing problems every week in a hour long, hour and a half long meeting called a level 10 meeting. But it also gives you quarterly goals. Each employee is supposed to have quarterly goals, three to five of them that you guys check in on weekly. And, you know, with our team, we have a, a short term habit so a weekly habit and then a monthly or excuse me a three-month goal related to that habit so there's clarity of expectations happens when people have clear goals that you've gone through them and they agree to those goals so the idea is that you shouldn't be firing somebody without them knowing that they obviously didn't live up to what your expectations were and I think people enjoy having clarity of expectations. I think one of the worst things ever is being an employee and experiencing some kind of discontent from your leadership and you don't know what it's from or for. And so by you giving clarity of expectations, by you working together with clarity of expectations for each of the employees, you're able to kind of alleviate some of that and give them safety. I think employees want safety. They want to feel like they know they're working towards something systematically. They know they have, they're 
clear expectations for themselves and within the team. And to me, traction is the best possible thing. Like I tell people to read two books, if no other books, traction and profit first, the one that I talked about last podcast. So anyways, clarity of expectations. Next, I think that to find and retain good people that you have to help your employees identify and move towards goals. And I just keep on going on books here, but another great book that I've read, actually I listen to them. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. That's why I love this podcast cuz I listen to podcasts and listen to audiobooks all the time. But this book is called Dream Manager and it's basically a business parable of a janitorial company where they have terrible turnover and essentially this guy comes in as a dream manager and each employee works with him to identify goals and things like you know owning your own your first house or going on a vacation in six months or these types of things where they identify these key goals and then work towards them systematically and you know it goes to the whole purpose thing it's a lot easier to work hard when you have clarity around your goals your personal goals not just your business goals so anyways I've been taking this to heart lately and talking to each of our employees and asking them what their long-term goals are even being prepared to be open to discussions about what their long-term career goals are outside of our company and it is a little scary but it's also an opportunity to get buy-in from them because if they understand that you care about their long-term goals and not just the business goals they are getting more into it emotionally and I think just understanding that you have their best interests at heart is really awesome it goes directly into my next point here which is to help make them the hero of their story because everyone is the hero of their own story right you're on an adventure you are the main thing you think about most of the time most people think about themselves a lot and so if it's always about you and your business and the business's goals and these things it's just not natural it's not the way people normally think so understanding they are the hero of their own story this is a chapter working for you maybe it's a tour of duty I like tour of duty sounds more hardcore but they have a tour of duty at your company you're helping them get where they need to go thinking about the dream manager thing and you're also interested in their long-term career goals and you want to help them get there and there's an amazing podcast masters of scale that talks about this in the Reed Hoffman story parts one and two go listen to it after this it's amazing really good sound design to it so it's a very entertaining listen and so that's masters of scale just one more time Reed Hoffman's story but in two minutes the whole idea is that Peter Thiel the founder of PayPal was essentially trying to get other real badasses in Silicon Valley to be part of PayPal and part of his thing was he recruited the guy who eventually formed LinkedIn, who founded LinkedIn. 
this Reed Hoffman guy that the that does the podcast. And he is talking to him and they really need they really need awesome people. And he essentially says, just come work for me for six months. Come work, you know, come work for me for six months, do a little tour of duty, and it's gonna help your long-term thing. I know you wanna start LinkedIn, I know you wanna start this, you know, employment focused social media company, but come here first and work for a while. And it's gonna make you more awesome. You are gonna get better, you're gonna be much better at what you wanna do long-term. Your company is gonna be better later. So he didn't care that he wasn't gonna be there forever. I do think that this is a shift in people's mindset because I don't think people plan to work places 10 to 15 years all the time now. Sometimes it's two or three years. And honestly, it's, it's even more intense in tech, I think. So he used this, he used his long-term goals and said, this is gonna help you this way, this way, this way, this way to do your final thing. So identifying what that person's long-term goals are, understanding they're the hero of the story, and then helping them by, by telling them how this tour of duty is gonna help them for that long-term goal. And he did end up staying three years, I think, or something like that. So it wasn't actually six months, but essentially he got him in the door and he you know, tackled a ton of problems for PayPal and it was a huge, a huge victory essentially for Peter Thiel. And Peter Thiel did this to a bunch of high-level executives that went on to do amazing things, including like Elon Musk, I believe. So pretty big strategy that actually worked for you know a massive company, but could also work for your company. I think as you talk to people and the way you're thinking about people and understand they're the hero of the story. Yeah. Okay. So we'll move on. Lastly, I just want to talk about giving them the results that you want and then letting them own that. So I think this is in direct competition with that micromanager style, right? If you've hired smart people, you should let them be smart. So if you're hiring right, you should let them be smart. Because often we hire smart people and then micromanage them until they essentially get demotivated. But if you tell them that the result that you want, start with the result and maybe give them the purpose. But then from there, you should be able to let them own that result and not tell them exactly how you want them to finally get to it. And they can work out the details. And ultimately, you don't want somebody that you have to work out all of the details about every problem that you come up against. So hire smart people and let them own the result. Tell them what you want. And even if it's just for the week, you know what I mean? It's, this doesn't have to be like, here, this quarter, I want, you know, three successful remodels from your team. It's like, this week, I need that kitchen done. And yes, I'm not going to give you every single layer of detail that's needed there, but it needs to be done. Make sure it's done well. You know, and, and understand them understanding the exact result that you want 
and then letting them get it done. So all of these things involve managing people, but I think they also involve creating a cultural dynamic that's going to be successful for a team long term and attract the right people. I think that that's everything I got for today. And I hope some of this was useful to you. I'm learning and I'm sharing what I learned along the way. I'm, I'm kind of, spent, I dive into things. You know, I dive into things. I read five books about each problem I come up against. And then I'm gonna try to distill that stuff down for you guys. And I appreciate you. And I hope that uh, you join me next week for the Next Level Contractor Podcast. And it's gonna be every Monday at 7 a.m. No bullshit in 30 minutes or less. Make your small business, trade, or construction company more profitable with better leads and better systems. And our company is Hook Agency. HookAgency.com on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Hook Agency. 